0: We are live in all the places. We're live. Yep. Well, we're live in all the places but YouTube. But I think next week we will definitely be on YouTube because, you know, I forgot that we were going to do YouTube until I was listening to 47. Um an hour before we started recording, thinking about hey, what are we going to record this week? Because honestly, I have nothing on my list of things to talk about, but we'll figure something out. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I need to go finish setting with that YouTube. Uh, bringing our podcast looks like into YouTube looks like a Were you telling me to hold on? Nope. Oh, no, you were telling me to hold on in the live stream. So bring your podcast into YouTube. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll just close the live stream because I was getting confused. <laughs>
0: uh it looks like it'll be pretty straightforward but i gotta verify my identity because we have zero subscribers so someone go to the show notes in your favorite podcast app and click the link that i will put in the show notes to go subscribe to the youtube channel that literally has zero video no it has one video it was a clip from d tw36
1: so. Or go to show, and that'll get you to the show notes on the website. If your podcast app doesn't show show notes for some reason, because I think there's a couple that don't.
0: Castro's coming back. They were bought by a new owner. Oh, no. <laughs> I have I have hopes for it. We'll see. What were we going to open up the show with?
1: Uh, you said you had something to to, to talk about. Uh
0: you forgot what it was. Um, yeah, I forgot what it was. <laughs> I think it was the YouTube thing, but maybe not. Maybe it was something else. I don't remember what we were talking about before then. I bought something today. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But if you go look at my Mastodon, you can see what uh, it is. And I'll tell you what it is next weekend.
1: Oh, so you're waiting to get it?
0: Yeah. But I I posted on Mastodon okay. what I
1: bought. So this is, this this is a test, folks, for me to go look and see. Uh,
0: don't ask wait, me how to do I, I, not I, have I Mona? think that's the most clunky part about Mona is trying to find someone else's profile. Uh, while he's, uh, well, I don't have Mona
1: installed on the Mac, so I, I don't will
0: know. look mm-hmm. later. Yeah, I don't have mm-hmm. Mona installed
1: on the Mac, so
0: I have to go look. We'll home just home say home. it's uh, what you want. An audio interface digital recorder. We'll leave it at that.
1: Did you buy one of these new Zoom player recorders I just heard about recently and hadn't listened to it? No. Okay. I will have to go check out this episode if it if it spurred you to go. I haven't
0: even listened to the episode. (laughs) Uh,
1: but you you so what so now i gotta ask what's you to buy it if you because i'm assuming there was a conversation about it or or something i'm assuming that there must be more accessibility than zoom recorders have typically had over the years which is pretty much non-existent so my
0: understanding they're supposed uh, to have talking menus in them um and right there is like huh for a 100 bucks because i just got the one um that has one input uh it gives you 10 hours of battery life uh, to record. And, and I've not had the best experience with zoom because if you think about the pod track P4, I wasn't super happy with it. But the last thing that I, that I thought of is, you know, it'd be good to have a recorder when I'm doing these live streams for ACB and because it works as an audio interface, I think I might be able to take these Gemini mics, run them directly into the zoom and then run that over zoom use Zoom on Zoom to uh, bring that audio in. And and that's my hope, that that'll work out. Um, In separation of the Vocaster, the other thing is, is because it's battery-powered, I also hope that it won't suck as much battery as the—
1: Kill as much of your battery as Yeah. Yeah, So, speaking of battery life, like I have been— So, initially, I thought this was just a random aberration uh but I, I did wipe my mac before i came down here and spent some time trying to get it set up uh side note not everything still ain't there but uh you know like mona. i'm still working uh yeah like mona for like see things like that like yeah i completely don't even know where, didn't think about mona but yeah it ain't here uh i didn't realize it until i just tried to go open it but um One thing that I have noticed is my battery life does not seem to be as good as it should be on the air. And I'm wondering if you're experiencing this same issue. Uh, Naturally, I don't expect to get 21 or 22 hours out of it, you know, in in Mm -hmm. a day, which actually would equate to maybe a day and a half. Because I think I'm honestly up for 15 or 16 hours a day, probably 18 uh, when it's all said and done. But I'm not using the computer that entire time. But I've noticed my battery life is consistently like I'm having to charge it way more than I think I should, and definitely more than I did when I first got it. Um, What's your battery i And just curious if you or anybody else is experiencing that. Man, I have no idea. Let me go look and see.
0: System yeah, preferences. I did system settings. Oh.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's the way it still works in my mind because I type right. SP.
0: SP in Launch Bar. So while he's looking at his battery i have kind of experienced this but i've always so put it down to it being the vocaster when i went to that uh verbo with mallory a couple of months uh, a couple of months ago it feels like a couple of months ago it was a month ago today when i went there with her i left the vocaster at home and just used a built-in microphone and those in-ear monitors oh my battery health is uh 91 by the way uh
1: which doesn't seem all that Good.
0: Which uh, Mac do
1: you... consider? I had the computer listening to you. the MacBook Air or M2. M2.
0: What's
1: yeah, I should be getting way better battery life than I am.
0: I, when we were gone, yeah. I used the in-ear monitors and just my microphone. And I think I got like... It's hard to tell because I got like two days of battery out of it, but I didn't use my computer like I normally would when I was at home. It wasn't something that I was on almost all the time.
1: Oh. yeah see that that, that's kind of my that's kind of my point too is like i'm not on the computer as much as i uh, honestly i'm not on the computer as much as i would like to be um and because now i wonder if the crappy internet uh the internet situation here is somewhat creating that problem but it's a it's a macbook like i would expect it to get like you said, I, I expect two to three days of battery life before I'm like always oh, down into the critical section where I have to recharge this computer or it's going to die. But I also expect if I'm at like 30% on my computer, I should be able to get a couple of hours of work out of that before it's going to die, but it's not behaving in that manner. Uh, and of course, I can't do anything with Apple Cares. Other weird stuff happening with my computer too. Can't wipe it because, uh, yeah, internet's so terrible. I don't think I could download macOS to reinstall <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, and I can't do Apple Care about anything. I mean, I'm paying for Apple Care. I paid for Apple Care for this laptop, but I can't do anything about it. Uh, because well, you know that leaves me absolutely with you, no computer.
0: You, you need the computer there. Uh
1: huh. Yeah,
0: gotta have the computer
1: here. Uh, so it's kind of a catch twenty two, man. I, I've been really stuck with a lot of very odd behavior, including times where I just have to force reboot my computer because it's the keyboard seems like it's not working or some keys aren't working. It's, it's very strange. I've done all of the scans. I don't have any viruses. At least not nobody recognizes. So I don't know what's going on. And, uh, I forgot that there was actually a software update when I was home last week. So I didn't even do the update cause I forgot it was there. Uh, but uh, we'll figure it out. But anyway, I feel like 91% is much lower than it should be for a less than a year old computer. Uh, where the battery has not been overly taxed. Um,
0: Do you normally leave your computer plugged in, or or did you?
1: So when I first got it and before I wiped it, I was keeping it plugged in most of the time. And that's one thing I may, may, that may be contributing to the lower-than-expected battery health is because the battery wasn't getting exercised all that much. But um, yeah, since I wiped it before... Com- Okay, we're well not too much worse than I. Your computer's way. Your computer's like.
0: I got mine in March of twenty. No, when did we get this one? Actually, I don't remember when we got this.
1: You got that one around like. You you got it after I got mine.
0: Yeah, cause, because. Because remember, Valerie initially
1: picked out the the. Uh huh. Yeah. So you got it after I got mine because she got the same color that I got, and I was like, "Yeah, see, she's smart. She got the she got the midnight." I'm sure you guys got that around like August ish, maybe July,
0: August, maybe.
1: So maybe it's not unexpected, but who knows? Maybe, maybe you know, they don't expect you to plug in a, you know, juice hogging, audio interface that smashes your battery in four hours <laughs> like you're on an Intel Mac.
0: Um, but, but, bu- so y- how would you describe technically working?
1: Technically working is a podcast where we discuss the ongoing. Hmm. <laughs> I, so I was going to try to be super fancy, but then I, I decided like, I really didn't know how to take that anywhere. Uh, technically working is a podcast where we discuss the intersection of life technology and running a small business.
0: Boom. Okay, I'm going to clip that because we need to make an ad for technically working. And for some reason, I struggle with, with uh, creating an ad. I'm not quite sure why, uh, but I have struggled with creating an ad for technically working to start putting before uh, other content. Right now, we have an ad for, uh, what's her name? Katie's Talking Travel Show. And then we also have an ad for the live show that we do with Unmute. But I realized that the other day, oh, we don't have a, uh ad for Technically Working. And so, uh, yeah, I thought, well, I'll ask Demasi how he describes Technically Working. I just discovered today that I can live stream audio to Twitch through Audio Hijack. And so I'm going to set all that up over the next week. No, I'm not. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Michael, let me know if you hear Dwasu. Uh, but so,
1: but oh. so the rest of the world knows you can uh, use Audio Hijack to stream Twitch.
0: Yeah. So to stream to three stream. Okay. And, and-
1: or YouTube or Facebook Live.
0: Yeah, and or your custom R R T C server,
1: or 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 yeah, or custom, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you have your own, you know, streaming, or or for services that they don't directly give you instructions to, because basically you're still doing the same thing, Uh putting in a link, putting in a key, Uh in cases where you need a key yeah stream audio so you don't need something like stream yard or whatever if you're just wanting to stream your audio uh, those services i've always felt that way though those services are necessary if you want to stream video of the participants of whatever it is you're doing whether that be a podcast or a game show or i don't know
0: This is why people should join us in, in some of our live environments. When we get live, I'm just a glutton for punishment. When we get live in these other places, I'll have to do what I just did here. Michael said, really? So I shared the link to audio hijack where he can go down that rabbit hole too. Speaking of rabbit holes, that's what it was. So so it's Doug's fault. (laughs) There it is. That's what it was. See, see the, the things happen for a reason. Um, We'll have to Yeah. So let's finish up that conversation uh about batteries and uh yeah. So I'm at ninety-four percent, you're at ninety-one percent. How long is your battery lasting roughly?
1: So it's hard to gauge because I'm never in a scenario where I'm just sitting and using the computer mm-hmm. for hours straight at a time. Uh the closest I get to that maybe one or two hours of of straight work and usually that's something going on locally on the computer. Uh because of internet being weird and also just other stuff, man. Like the one thing is is, you know, uh I have a lot to going on. Like it's way more than I expected. But I never have like those long sit down and I'm at the computer for eight hours a day or four hours straight with no interruptions, just on the computer, right? Uh like I would if I was home because there's always going to be something that that interrupts that whether it's Mm -hmm. the internet starts acting weird my phone start acting weird or so i don't really have a gauge what i do expect though is if i close the lid of my laptop because i don't have any weird settings configured so it doesn't go to sleep if i close the lid like it's supposed to go to sleep uh my expectation is i close the lid of my laptop and i come back the next morning. I shouldn't have to read like it shouldn't be, you know, battery critical when I was at a hundred percent at some point the day the prior morning I was at a hundred percent. The next morning I'm at like thirty. It's like, Oh, you may want to charge your laptop up or it's gonna die soon. It's like, wait, what? I I just opened you up thirty minutes ago. What is going on? So, I don't know. The only problem I have is, like I said, I can't really do a lot of lot of the troubleshooting steps that I would take simply because some options aren't available um, yeah. due to crappy internet. Even my hotspot. Like right now, I'm on hotspot, and I've dropped once already. Um, and your yeah, audio is cut talking.
0: out once or twice. Not and, horrible, but...
1: Yeah, my audio is yeah i was about saying you may want my actual audio hijack recording for this because i know it's gotten choppy for me and i realize if it's choppy to me that means i'm more likely choppy and you're getting choppy audio for me or drop out uh so as yeah, of not, right not now great. it's
0: not at the point where i need your audio because we can work around what you've what, what's happened but uh it is possible and i'll tell you to split if we need you to split your audio so we have it but um. Um
1: but yeah, so that's that's been a thing. Now I have discovered just for informational purposes too. And I will endeavor to have this link for Mike by the time he publishes the show. Uh but I found a couple in there. There's a first off, ECMDB. If you're gonna be traveling outside of the country or you just need a ECM that's data only, because it is kind of more difficult than it should be to get data only plans from carriers sometimes uh, <laughs> or if you're like me and you're like I don't really need another subscription in my life. Uh like I don't want to go pay. Verizon or AT&T or whoever for another monthly plan uh for a tablet or something I don't want to do that when I just need data. Uh where I started this journey was e-c-m-d-b uh which took me to a place called I'm going to pronounce it wrong as Keetco I think it's K E E P G O I don't I don't know how you pronounce that but anyway uh link will be in the show notes at least to get you there. Uh I'll try to have the my referral link so we can all you know benefit from that but if I don't have that you can still go there get a plan. Um, I have found through quite a bit of testing (laughs) that Verizon is reasonably okay down here in this area where I am, which is uh, for new people, or just if you forgot, because you got your own stuff going on in life. I'm in Talladega, Alabama. Uh, Verizon is reasonably okay here. Uh, T-Mobile is uh, the pile of crap that most people expect T-Mobile to be here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, AT&T seems to Data wise, at least, be the best carrier in this area, and I've done some testing because my phone is currently on Verizon. Uh, I had a T-Mobile only SIM that I purchased through uh Keep KeepCo, Keep Geo. I don't know Keep Go. Hey, Keep Go. That, that, okay. K e e p. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and that was on the Pixel Five I have here, um, and I noticed that like I was roaming all the time and like my signal strength was low so T-Mobile xed itself out uh while I was home this past weekend we recorded what was that 47 right cuz we're on 48 now yes uh i did purchase a sim that would let me switch between T-Mobile or AT&T so switching to AT&T here not only bought a gig uh, so I've already burned through that, but I did discover that signal, the signal, the connection seemed to be more reliable. Uh, what I haven't tested is whether or not it made a difference which phone I was using, because I was using the Galaxy S23 Plus. Wait, you were think, using that? Is it the right phone? I was using it as a hotspot. Ah, okay. I wasn't actually using the phone phone. Like, I still hate all that Samsung crap that's on that phone. (laughs) If anybody has any means whatsoever of, like, some link you can shoot me or instructions on, I just want to flash it and put just stock Android on it without the Samsung crap. Uh, if that's possible, I haven't found it.
0: I haven't also, looked I, either. I time to do a
1: lot of research, <laughs> right? but I haven't found it just very quickly doing searching. Uh, I didn't find an answer to this question, but if I could do that, I would probably be happier with the f- the phone itself actually feels pretty nice. Like it's a, it's a solid phone. Like it feels good. Uh, I just don't like, you know, I'd go to do something. It was like, oh, well, sign into your Samsung account. My
0: yep, what? Yep. Yep. Or open this in OneDrive. Why do I have OneDrive? <laughs> Pressing and holding that side button triggers Bixby and I Bixby. Don't know if you notice this, but you can't I can't even accept its terms if I wanted to accept its terms and hit the favor, the next button because that button doesn't ever activate. So I'm using Gemini.
1: Uh. I, I haven't even tried it, uh, okay. honestly. I, I was trying to figure out how to power it down one day, we started <laughs> it or something. And no, I was trying to figure out how to power it down when I got ready to throw it in the bag, and I held down the power button because I was like, hey, "That's how it works on the Pixel." Oh no, that didn't work. It was like you must unlock your phone in order to use Bixby. And I was like, "I no, that's not what I'm trying to do. I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to shut the phone down. Volume down. Uh, in volume down, and the power, in the power yep. button. Yeah, we'll we'll get you there." Uh, which is weird. That seems like that should be some kind of you know force shut it down code. It's like I, no,
0: I think it's, you it's, can it's your power menu. reconfigure some of those those button presses and stuff. I just haven't I haven't given it enough. I, 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 uh,
1: yeah, I mean that that's that's honest. I played with it a little. But I haven't had enough time to do too much to it. Otherwise, I would have a lot more customization and probably would have resolved at least that side button thing. But I I just haven't. But I did scan a QR code, get the eSIM going. Now, here's a weird thing. I tried to do this with my Pixel, and I tried it at home uh, as well. I tried to do this with the Pixel first to try the AT&T SIM to see if the service was better. Um and here, because you have to be connected to Wi Fi in order to scan a um, mm-hmm. eSIM and download it, why is it? I don't even understand the purpose of why I can't do this on the Wi Fi that is here at, at, at on the campus. Like, why can't I use the students' Wi Fi to download the eSIM? Like, it just errored out every single time. Hmm. And I thought it was an issue with the carrier service or, or whatever. Right. I get home and scan the same QR code, and boom! Oh, there's the SIM. It's on here. And I was like, "Oh, oh okay. Uh, um, I don't, I don't understand." I mean, I why can this up this happening?
0: Excuse, they want you to use their issue Wi-Fi, so they know everything you're doing. So they block you downloading eSIMs. I mean,
1: that's a reason I don't think that makes sense to me logically though because what if i as a student ordered a new phone my new phone gets here i need to transfer my data uh-huh. service over, my cell phone service over to it i can't do that
0: have you uh, talked to it there to tell s- them how sh- crummy their internet is
1: <laughs> so i would honestly like to however i don't have time in the middle of the day to do that mm. and they're gone like here's the thing like, i haven't I, there's several people here on staff that i need to talk to include my case manager yeah uh about a few things here's the thing i'm in there before most of those people are at work and i'm out of there most days after they've gone home after
0: they left yeah yeah
1: yep and i don't and because we're not on a fixed schedule with the rest of gentry like our because we're in the same place all day or we're at least with the same instructor all day (laughs) uh you know we're in there you know, 6.30, I'm in there, 6.45 at the absolute latest uh, because we're doing breakfast. So we got to go in and prep everything and start cooking the breakfast at 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're open for breakfast at 7.30, 7.30 to 8. After that, you know, dishes got to be cleaned, whatever. Everybody's got different duties to do, but we're all doing something. Well, we don't take our lunch with everybody else. We don't take a break like everybody else gets a break because we're serving, you know, popcorn and cookies and checking people out in the cafe during that break. Mm. So there's no break time for us right there. Our lunch comes whenever we get time to take lunch. Usually she does try to let us get out a little bit early to go to lunch so we can, you know, skip the students when they get out at 1230 or whatever time it is. 1245. I mean, 1145. Mm mm-hmm. Uh, for their lunch, we usually get there maybe about eleven twenty when they're serving like the maintenance staff or whatever. So we get to get through there fairly quickly and get out. But you know, there's always something else to do. You go grab whatever you're gonna eat, eat it, and go back to the classroom. We don't take a whole hour lunch break, right? Uh and most of the people on staff that I need to talk to, they take their lunch at the same time as the students because they're not. <laughs> not around when the students need them to be around because they're so it works out that way and then i'm out of there at four o'clock four thirty sometimes uh so and they're already gone and they're
0: gone at three three thirty so you don't you don't get to see they're, anyone yeah
1: right they're going at three three thirty right because they because they're because they're on the clock like they're paid for those hours that they're there so they're gone like they ain't hanging around late uh because they don't have to they don't have a reason to so they get their hell on uh Unlike my instructor, who, you know, she's usually here to five every day. It's like, why ain't everybody else here to five? She was like, because they only get paid to be here to three thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get
0: like, it. She's <laughs> like, they don't, they
1: don't care how much I work. It's just they're only going to pay me for the time that I'm here. But she's a teacher at heart because she was a a home economics. that That's the class. I, I don't know what they call it now. It has a different name. But that's what it was called when I was in high school was home economics. Yeah. Um, She taught that for 22 years. So she's a teacher teacher so and we all know if you ever either were in trouble and had to stay late after school or if you were prowling around the school after something or if you had athletics or something any reason for you to be after at school well after the time everybody had gone home or at least all the students had gone home there's always you know a handful of teachers that were still there uh-huh uh you know well after school let out at 2 30 they were still there at th- 315, you're like, why is Miss Thompson like just yeah, at her desk? When you're
0: really young, does my teacher live in her classroom? Like, I have a couple of teachers <laughs> when I was younger. It's like, do you live here? Oh. <laughs> Michael said it might be a bad uh, issue. Or no, the, the similar, short but. answer.
1: No, it's not a that issue. It's, mm. it's them doing some. So I will tell you what the problem is because I can actually tell you what the problem is. One, well, there's three problems. There's three primary problems, possibly a fourth. But number one, they're doing too much network segregation here uh, without enough access points to cover the level of traffic that they have here. Mm. Uh, because even in this one building in the dorm that I'm in now, there are actually at at minimum three different networks i can easily put my eyeballs on and see that they're there like they exist
0: yeah
1: uh we only have the password for one of those as students but there's three separate networks i can see uh just looking into like looking in your wi-fi settings in the phone right uh over at gentry where the uh cafe and the, the BEP classroom is and most of the other classrooms are uh There's at least five I can look at. And this is me not doing any any sniffing of anything. I'm just Uh looking at what's available to see on. on, on, Yeah. So there's like five over there. So there's too much network segregation going on uh, without enough access points to cover the entire campus. So the the, the bandwidth is very low. Uh, They do have some weird filtering on top of the networks that they have segregated because Uh, on this network, you can do this on that network. You can do that. And no, there's a lot of weird, I know there's filtering going on because there's things that I can't get to or that we can get to. But if you're using one of their laptops, you're on a more internal network Mm -hmm. and, uh, you can't go to certain sites on, on, on their computers. So there's weird filtering going on on top of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they're trying to manage bandwidth, uh, which again is something you can do. Uh, but they're trying to manage bandwidth, so they allocate more bandwidth, say, to the teacher's network over at Gentry than they do to the student guest network at 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 the uh main building over there, right? Like different stuff like that. So that's why it's so crappy. Uh, and there's probably some filtering rules or packet loss is what I really expect because they got so much going on and the bandwidth is so stretched mm-hmm. uh, that you get packet loss where when you're watching something like, say a YouTube video, you may not really notice it. You might notice a little bit of lag or freeze or something for a second, maybe. But when you're trying to download an eSIM, like certain websites, like certain things don't like interruptions in their stream of download packets. And if you Mm. get one of those or your packets get dropped, then, you know, you're screwed. Now, the potential fourth reason that this is also an issue in conjunction with the fact that there's not enough Wi-Fi access points around here for what they're doing and the level of traffic they're having to manage, because mind you, you got, I don't know how many students, but you know, at least a few hundred students here Oh wow! that live I on the campus in addition to staff that's here.
0: That's right, because um, it's, it's and, not just you know, a training about, program. It's the s- actual School for the Blind there, isn't it?
1: Nope. Nope. This is, this is all training. It's just depending on what you're here for. BEP mm-hmm. is the only thing that's separate. Everything else, like you can come here, it's, it's sort of like the training centers that the NFB has or like that. So you can come here for other training skills with, depending on what you're trying to do. So we have a lot of students here that came here to get, say, AT instruction and O&M mm-hmm. and braille and now they're transitioning into you know college classes so they're still here because they still need someone to support here gotcha uh for those those classes or or you got people who came here just to get those at skills and mobility skills but they're you know they're still here because they're still getting that training uh or you have people who come through here for similar training and then they start working at the industries for the blind which is right next door uh, and that's another thing I don't know is if the same group of people in the same hardware is managing the networks for, uh, the Gentry campus, which is where I am, the Helen Keller School for the Deaf, which is right next door to us. We actually have vending machines over there that we manage, uh, as a part of BEP, the BEP, uh, training program, and then mm-hmm. the industries for the blind, which is also right here. Ah. Uh, but if, if I were to hazard a guess, I would say that they're probably using the same gear everywhere, uh, in a large, massive kind of multi-campus deployment of uh, ubiquity, mm-hmm. So that's not helping either, right? Now, the other thing is, I think they're probably still on Wi-Fi f- 5 crap, which, you know, that ain't helping nobody either. <laughs> but essentially, poor deployment of their access points and bad slash conflicting stuff going on with these network segregations slash filtering rules that they're adding uh, is creating major problems including terrible connectivity and the internet was down yesterday for everybody so that was
0: interesting to see how people behave hmm. <laughs> you always see the true colors of people <laughs> when their
1: internet goes out um when well, well, there ain't no internet man <laughs> so you start seeing a whole bunch of people come out
0: <laughs> yep yep i didn't even know that there was this many people here interesting So it's like who is some of these people who is that i've never seen that person
1: before in my life like where <laughs> did they come since i've been here i hadn't seen this but who's that oh uh, uh yeah but that's what's going on there. Uh but moving on, I want you to tell me. So we're getting into our segment. We ain't done one of these in a while, actually, either, which is it's Doug's fault or Doug made me do it.
0: Yeah, Doug uh, made me do it.
1: What did Doug what did Doug introduce into your life that has taken you off track?
0: YouTube rabbit Um oh, so he sent me some podcasts because Doug is getting into learning learning a lot of, more about AI. Um, and specifically local AI. So you don't have to send all your data to chat GPT. You can process your data on your machine without sending it to a cloud. Cause you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then he introduced me to this tool and I've got it about halfway set up cause I need to think of some problems to be solved with it, but it's called crewai.com. And what crew AI.com will let you do is uh, put together multiple different AI instances that either use the open AI um, developer key or they can use something like LLAMA, uh, the LLAMA um, multimodal tools AI tools that you can install locally on your computer. And so yesterday I think I spent like 2 hours just watching different YouTube videos about how people are using these AIs in their business um locally on their machines to to keep all the information private and so Doug made me look into uh more private LLMs so I can uh, get more comfortable with it and then he also made me go look at this crewai.com um what it does is it takes it takes the output of one GPT and uses that as the input for your next GPT, so it works in line with each other. So you could, you have to give each GPT a role. So tell it what it is, and you've already experienced this. How with GPT, it's best if you tell it what it what it, what it's doing, and then you give it a task. Um, now that you know that you're this you need to do this. So now that you know that you're a marketing manager, you need to create a marketing campaign for this. And then it will go out and do that um, on its own. And then it will send the um, results that it has into the next GPT that might be your your business manager that helps you come up with a list of products that you need to order and stuff. Um, it's, it's really uh, – Difficult for me to explain, but it's also a rabbit hole that can suck a lot of time because these are more powerful than just logging into chat.openai.com, which I get guilty of doing myself and I'll go spend time there or uh, Bard.Google. I'm sorry, gemini.google.com. By the way, if you go to bard.google.com, it it will redirect you to Gemini. Um, So yeah, and... I installed the Gemini app on Android on the Samsung phone that I've been picking up more and more. And I told it to write me an email thinking that I could go t- to my G- Well, first of all, I thought I could tell it to write me an email and put it in the drafts of my Gmail because it's Google. Why wouldn't that work? To me, that just makes logical sense. It told me it could not send an email or draft an email on behalf of me, but it could generate an email that I could copy into my email client. Um, And so I told it to generate the email for me. And then I went to go find the conversation in Gemini's interface on the Mac and I had to go to um activities and then scroll through my activity history that I had to find the chat to go it, it wasn't as simple as as chats dot openai. So that's my ramble that's my rambling on different AIs that ultimately I'm blaming Doug for because he said you should go look at crewai.com
1: hmm. yeah Uh, So what I think I'll do is I'll let you continue to look at that and I'll get you and Doug together and you guys can explain it to me. Yeah. But I do get it. Uh, the, the point of it and I am, I have been interested and I do have several things bookmarked about running local LLMs on your machine. Uh, because that that is of an interest to me. One, for playing around and tinkering with stuff and seeing what you can build that doesn't require open AI, because despite what they say, I'm still always nervous about what they're using to, uh, you know, what, them using what should be, because I'm not on an enterprise level playing with them, so, you know, they don't really have to honor anything how you're gonna catch them at it uh, if they were. Uh, using my data to train their models, even though I always uncheck the box that says, don't use my data to train your model because that's not what I'm here for. I'm paying you to give me good training and then let me train it myself further if I'm making a custom GPT, for example. Uh, But I also felt like that a lot of the local uh, LLMs should be able to be tweaked and configured like creating a custom GPT. Uh, just not dependent upon open AI and what they got going on uh, in order to kind of like the way, the way that whisper runs, like that's running a, a language model on your computer for that transcription. It's just, it's running locally, which is nice.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so Mac whisper, if you're interested,
0: what's scary is they were talking about integrating this crew AI with 11 labs. And I'm like, man, that that's, I know it can be done conceptually. I know it can be done, but that's really scary. What type of power is right there?
1: Uh. So, Doug took you down that rabbit hole. Yep, I've been down the rabbit hole of just investigating vehicles. Uh, Yeah, how's that been? Really fun. So, I've mostly been kind of browsing, as well as just trying to get more familiar with the resale value of different types of vehicles. So uh, looking at vans, possible work vans or 15 passenger vans seem to be a good option. I can catch a good deal on one of those. Um, It was brought to my attention that possibly using a, and I need to actually go look at the inside of one of these because it's been a long time since I was inside of a large, large SUV, like a Suburban or or something along that that line, uh, Ford Excursion or something like that. Uh, That that could be a solution. Uh, Since all those back seats are fold downable, that could be a use case Uh, or or a potential useful vehicle for transporting uh, inventory when I need to go fill machines once I've graduated out of this course and am filling vending routes. Uh, I am still staunchly on the side of all I want is just vending machines. I don't want a cafe. I don't want a small snack bar. I want none of that. I just want some vending machines because I can go fill those and and stay on top of the inventory and not be as massively busy as I am now because essentially what we're doing in this training program, which is a good thing on one hand because you're getting all of the experiences that you could potentially have as a uh, business enterprise uh, vendor here while during the training process, right? So we're running a cafe, right? Right now we're open for breakfast and we are open for break. We started with break and then we went up to breakfast. Next Friday, we're gonna start. Well, as you're hearing this recording, this Friday coming up, we'll be starting to do lunch. Oh. Uh, now, as of right now, and the way that she's typically run things, they only do lunch one day a week, so we'll just do it on Fridays. Uh, but it is a th- you know another piece being added in. Uh, so we're getting that experience running a an actual cafe. Uh, we're dealing with all of the vending machines that are on this campus, on Helen Keller's campus, and on the School for the Blinds campus. Those are all the BEP training programs, vending machines. So there's not an actual vendor out in the program that's responsible for these machines. Those are actually whoever's in the vending programs' uh, responsibility. So, yeah, so we're getting that that aspect, and, like, there's three students, uh, so that has caused us to have to split up the machines, uh, and we wrote, we'll we we'll rotate, I think, at the beginning of March and get a different set from what we're each currently managing now, but right at the moment, let's see, I have one, three, five, six, I want to say I got another machine so I got, like, seven or eight machines. Okay. Uh, well, ten if I count the ten actually, if I count the uh the, the coin changes, the bill changes where you stick your five dollars in it gives you five dollars in quarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think I got ten machines right now. Uh, that I'm responsible for Uh, Feeling and we have now graduated to the point I say graduated to the point because initially the the instructor and the assistant were doing that But now we the students are responsible and again, we got assigned a couple of tracks uh, A couple of responsibilities, but we're now responsible for ordering inventory so One, you know, we got to get the orders in before they're due. So, you know, Coca-Cola can come make their delivery on Monday Because that's when they like to come so you got to get that in on Friday uh, you know, a couple other places you got to make sure they're in. But also, uh, if you run short on Cokes or Diet Dr. Pepper because you decided oh, I only need to order Diet Dr. Pepper and all of a sudden, you know, three machines can't get any more Diet Dr. Pepper, well, I guess whose fault it is? It's whoever ordered the Cokes. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. So you're but responsible that was just an example for that.
1: Too. I have not made that mistake. I have made, I am responsible. I'm actually responsible for the Cokes and the chips ah. uh, at this point. Uh, have not made that mistake. I just mentioned, by the way. I'll just, just an example, because I did notice yesterday when I was doing the Coke order uh, that hey, we don't have any Diet Dr Pepper, so we <laughs> so better get some. Get two of those. <laughs> probably order two cases of that. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing that, and, and this is one aspect of where working for uh, JJ and AT guys has helped because I think I have a a, a better grasp on inventory management, which is. Um, you know you don't want to order too much of a thing because then you got to sell it and then the, the further aspect to consider here is expiration dates right so mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to over order a product because then you end up with a lot of stuff expiring uh, so uh, there, there's that inventory management been trying to get people the other two students in the class to understand like don't don't overly stress about it because one they're not going to let you completely screw up like mm-hmm. i don't think they would you know let you completely screw up uh you know if you put in an order for 10 cases of pepsi and and like nobody needs that like somebody's gonna ask like are you sure you really need 10 cases of pepsi i mean think about the expiration dates and stuff uh you know but also make the mistakes while it's not actually your money or your livelihood at stake if you make a mistake like that Uh you know, try to be wise in what you do, but don't don't overly stress yourself about it. And it's still somewhat stressful because you look at stuff. And you're like, oh, well, I only knew about the machines I stock. I didn't know that you had a machine over there on that campus where somebody's really drinking the hell out of that Sprite Zero. Um, which, and I may have said this before on the show, but I didn't even know Sprite Zero was a thing. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know if you said that on the show. I I will say I think it's Jeff that says it. Someone in my life often says it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it
1: this is true that's what i'm you know trying to get them understand like you know we'll, we will all make some sort of mistake with inventory ordering or, or something uh, especially when you're ordering and this is a situation that is a little out uh outsized or not. it's not the right phrase but not really true to real world because there's no situation where you as a vendor are going to be ordering inventory and not being fully aware of all of the machines that you're having to fill or in the case because I, I think it's probably going to pop up here in a few weeks where i'm going to probably be responsible for ordering inventory for something in a machine that i ain't never stocked before because it ain't my machine yeah somebody else's machine at the moment right so that means i got to go talk to this person like okay so how do these you know spicy chicken sandwiches selling that cold machine right do we need a bunch of these or do we we got enough what you think uh you know whereas as you're actually running your vending business uh when you're out in the world as a real vendor you're gonna know what all of your machines are doing because you're the one that's stocking all of those machines or Mm -hmm. or at least you're paying someone to do it so therefore you still should have and you know there's not that i can't go ask somebody else i'm just saying like some of it is not as real world as it's gonna be right but again you have the opportunity to make You know small or big mistakes without it costing a ton like it's not going to cost you your business You're not going to go out of business or not have enough money to pay x y and z if you make a mistake here and it's meant for you to learn such as over ordering a product and Then having a whole box or or three boxes of, of, you know, different chips or something expire or three boxes of candy expire before you even get to put it in a vending machine because nobody really buys a whole bunch of paydays or something. I don't, you know,
0: stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Part of the experience is to learn what, how to handle your experience when you're in life when you actually have how to manage issues.
1: inventory like you're actually yeah you're actually and that's one of the things i do like about it is uh or i like about how they structure the program here as opposed to the way some other states do it and again i don't i'm not familiar with everybody's state so if your state doesn't do it this way i'm not you know taking cheap shots at you i'm not taking cheap shots at people to do it the way that they do it but i think one aspect of this that makes it better is you are getting what I consider to be more Mm hands-on experience with with vending than you would in some cases where you spend, you know, eight, nine weeks in a classroom, for example, learning how to manage inventory on paper or how to manage payroll and, and, you know, tracking sales and expenses on paper, but it's not real money you're playing with at that point. It's not even real transactions that are happening that you're playing with. Uh, And then you spend, you know, four or six weeks with an actual vendor in their location working um, with them, whether it's a cafe or vending route or whatever the case may be. But at that point, you're not really going to get to, in most cases, I would expect you're not going to get to manage any real money there either, because what vendor is going to open up his books to somebody who just started this and don't really, you know, know enough not to screw up something and no screw up in that situation could cost that vendor money or cost them their livelihood or, or You know, they're out now out here taking payday loans to pay their light bill or something because they let the kid show up in order to coach this week Like you're not gonna do that so that's one aspect of this. You're actually getting all of the hands on training uh that you're gonna need. And we go spend a day or two here and there with some different vendors, but that's not necessarily dependent upon us. That's not how we're gonna learn how to how to handle machines or do ordering or any of that sort of stuff or operate a cafe or something like that. So I think that's a pretty good aspect. The downside to it is that one is a lot of man, I just realized this week, just looking at my Apple health. Because uh, I started getting notifications from the health app. Again, you know, reason to wear Apple Watch, not trying to sell anybody anything. But I started getting notifications from health. We've noticed a change, a, a significant change in the amount of steps you take. We've noticed a significant change in the amount of calories you burn, uh, you know, we've noticed a significant change in like a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, oh, because I'm always on my feet moving. I'm always walking around. I'm moving stuff. I'm walking over here. I'm walking to Helen Keller. I'm walking down here to stock this machine. I'm just like, I'm never sitting still.
0: Can you split your audio in Audio Hijack?
1: Yep. Give me a sec. Um, split recording. All right, done.
0: Perfect. So I'm going to pick up on got heard. No. So I'm about to mm, insert my favorite reverse this item section here in Reaper because I'm a little frustrated (laughs) now. So usually it's your internet that goes out. My internet didn't go out. This is the second time because I'm getting more people on clean feed like we've talked about and this is the second time it's happened so for me uh it popped up and said you've lost connection so it said hit the cross button and save your session we're still recording So I'm like, okay, well, that's super fun. Um, And I hit the cross button. I went back and I saved it. And then I scrolled down the page and it said, you've been signed out of clean feed. Please sign in again uh, to record. So I hit sign it. Yep. Second time in the last week that it's done that to me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, Thankfully, uh, you know, both times it'll easily be recoverable because I'll just, in your section where you were talking about the classroom there but it 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 has me a little wondering what's the point of you because you did not used to do this clean feed and i don't know if it's a mac os issue i don't know if it's a my internet issue but i would think that if my internet cut which it happens internet drops out um i would think if my internet dropped out i wouldn't have to re-sign in it should automatically reconnect me that's what zoom does
1: that's what zoom does that's what clean feed used to do yeah uh, because there's been scenarios where you and i've done this reloaded the clean feed session by refreshing the page and like i did not have to like sign back in if i'm signed in from the side that you are right now as the as the operator oh yeah if I, if I hit command situation. r
0: right now and am reloaded it would make me sign in i guarantee that now
1: yeah see i haven't that, that that's that's not how that should work uh why are you storing cookies in my settings if you're not going to store mm-hmm. a cookie for my <laughs> authorization state uh, here? Like that—that that makes absolutely no sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and, so and
0: that's why I dropped out and didn't comment. But it sounded like you may have noticed that I wasn't there, or you didn't even know, and I was gone and came back. Um, but thank you.
1: So. I did kind of feel like you had gone for a second and I checked and like, I could hear something and I was like, okay, well maybe Mike's not all the way gone, gone, or maybe I'm not talking to myself.
0: Yeah. And if that was Tia that just texted you, I had to reload the live stream and it is there because I heard your phone vibrate. And then I'm like, Oh, I don't hear us talking in the background. Like I always hear myself talking in the background, which is weird.
1: Tia said you're listening to Taylor Swift. Your internet didn't go out at all.
0: Oh, I'm listening to Taylor Swift? How does she hear that? Do you Uh hear that? Do you hear the music? Nope. Oh. Nope. That's creepy. (laughs) Uh. So we have found out that Mike is a Swifty. No, it's just one of the songs in my thousand tracks that rotates on Sonos. Uh. Like you, though, I... Would prefer hands on experience to learn because that's just the way that I learned and i I think that helps a lot of people with figuring out things you can be book smart, but then you can be what's also known as street smart or or know what you need to do when in real life things don't work the way you expect them to
1: yeah yeah and, and you know it's uh it's it's decent it it is very busy um getting the health notifications has has been interesting like oh we've we've noticed a serious uptick on your uh <laughs> your 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 step count your calorie burn I'm like yeah yeah
0: so the only other thing that i had on my list is i screwed up our streak kind of hold on i got to turn you down cuz that delay confuses me a little bit. So uh, Yeah, you, I,
1: can't, you, you can't listen to the stream and, and do the show. Cause I, it, I can it, listen it to delayed. the
0: stream in the background, but not – not what it, like the stream's usually at 19%. It was just at 94%, so oh, no, that I can't uh-huh. do. Um, yeah, because then
1: you hear me say something and I hadn't said something in a second and you think I said uh-huh. something again, except it's just – yeah, it did me like that. That's why I closed the window because I was like, nope, okay, we're streaming. We're live. <laughs> All right, we're done. Yep. Like, I don't, I don't yep. need to keep checking that.
0: Yep but uh so you you know how i published last week right
1: uh, do you hear me typing now
0: yes uh, okay yeah so it is you typing so maybe t is hearing you typing but i still don't well, know i wasn't talking before that oh okay. i was typing a minute ago that's weird does she hear but, cardi b now
1: oh <laughs> i don't hear cardi b but she might hear cardi b
0: uh oh so, you know what I did with the episode last week for our our supporters? Yep. So, I published that for our supporters, which was the extended show, um, and that went out on Sunday, right when I got done editing. And I checked the box mm-hmm. that said make private. Well, then I went in and I published the episode without the extended part on it. And I scheduled that for Monday. And then I went in and looked on Wednesday and I'm like, that's weird. Why did we only get one download on that? I mean, I know Demasi and I aren't that good, but that's that's not typical. And then I went in and realized that. Pinecast keeps your defaults. So when I went in to publish a new episode, the checkbox that said, make this private for tip jar supporters was still checked. Um, and so they got, Uh. they thought it was two episodes. So according to downcast and the podcast app, um, the, the episode was published on Monday at 12 in the morning. Like it usually is Pacific time. But if yours came in a little late last week, that's why, because I had that box checked still. Um, but I like that workflow. So what I did, and I with the way internet's working, I don't know if we're going to do a post show today, probably not. Uh, but what we did is we recorded the whole episode. Um, we kept recording and did the post show. And then when I edited, I rendered the entire project, including the post show, sent that through Alphonic, told Alphonic, uh, take in a flack and give me back a flack. And so it did that. And then I took that flack back into Reaper and I rendered two MP3 files, one with the extended extended show and one with just the regular show. And that's how we ended up with an hour and 11 minute long show. And then an hour and 18 minute long show.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. I I was hoping I was going to make things a little bit, uh, Easier on, on actually getting the, the production turnaround, So like, well, we have the private feed. Like, why not just give them the whole show with the extended content so they don't have to listen to two different feeds?
0: Yeah. Uh, so if you didn't get it and you're hearing this in the public feed, go to tips.pinecast.com, enter your email address, and that'll send you a link that you can sign in with so you can get access to your private uh, feeds for the podcast that you support inside of Pinecast. There you go. And as Michael said, flack that.
1: Damn yeah, man, <laughs> Gotta flack that. Shout out to Garth. Yes. Garth Humphreys, in case anybody was confused. no, I'm not talking to you, Garth, that guy. I don't know you. I'm <laughs> about Garth Humphreys, uh, who at least is responsible for me transferring over and doing as much flack with with uh, high-quality audio recording as opposed to wave because flack, frankly, is a little bit smaller and still gives me the same quality. So... There we go. So um, we probably won't do a post show today. So uh, supporters, if you'll probably I'm assuming Michael is still going to put this in the Private fees, so they get it early, which is yep, also they get bonus. it early.
0: They'll get it as soon as I get done editing it, and it's not because you know pay us money and get something early. We're just going to stick with that consistent schedule of Monday morning. Public listeners get it, but if I get it edited at like seven thirty tomorrow morning, or heck, if I get it edited tonight and I get it published, then supporters are going to get it whenever I get it published and if there's an extended show they'll get the extended show otherwise uh the public feed will always get up monday morning so you're paying for inconsistency because you don't know when you're going to get it
1: you'll get it before the public gets it don't yes exactly yes and some days you sometimes that may actually happen at the same time the public gets it but here's one thing it does clear up for these supporters which is you now don't have to go check to see if you have an extended show or, or an extra bit yep. in there because if there's an extended show on 48, you'll already have it. And if not, you'll just get 48 uh just a little bit early. I'm pretty much pretty certain we're not going to have an extended show this week because internet is acting weird and me and Michael also have to do some programming notes uh, to figure out some recording dates because we both got travel slash working weekends coming up so uh we got to figure that out before the internet crashes just in case we need to schedule a recording for this we're upcoming good next week. weekend unless you have our good Okay, well, no. Okay. Well, I guess we're not having that conversation today either then. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll have it next week. Uh,
0: Because we ain't been talking during the weeks at all. It's
1: weird. (laughs) It's super weird. It's super weird. Like, this week got so stupid, crazy, man. I ain't even talked to Tia all that much this week. Like, I think one of these days, is I can't remember which day it was, but like one day, like, I was so slapped. Like, I didn't. I skipped lunch because we were busy and we had to do some travel. Oh, oh, here's some news. Uh, We were in a video. They recorded a video of us. Turns out it was when, nope, Thursday. This was a short week for us. I forgot. Uh, Because we didn't come back until Tuesday night. Uh, So Thursday, they did a video recording about, uh, they're going to cut some footage up. They got some footage uh, for a video they're going to make about the BEP program here in Alabama, mostly it's kind of like an advertisement to to, to you know uh, or a recruitment video that's the that's the word I was trying to use uh once they get that cut up and released, I'll get a link and I will we'll drop it in the show notes don't expect that to happen for a couple of months so just for anybody that's curious like it's not that I'm gonna forget about it in the next couple of weeks it's that the guy told us so it's probably gonna be <laughs> several months before you get this uh so I have not forgotten don't you don't need to uh, use any of the upcoming methods to get in touch to find out, Hey, what happened to that link to the video? Like I haven't forgotten. It's just going to, the guy, the, the mm-hmm. video guy said, it's going <laughs> to, it's going to be some months. Like it's going to yeah. be some months. I got a color correcting to do and all of this. And I got a ton of footage to go through and spice. So yeah, it's going to be a while. It's it's a whole production thing. Um, but at any rate, that happened. But yeah, just because of that uh, and other stuff. Like one of these days this week though, like I promise you, I don't think I talked to Tia but once, the whole day and that was for like five minutes or something. Mm. Uh, which is really unusual. I didn't take a lunch break. Uh, I mean, I took a break to go have a cigarette and I went right back to work. So that was the extent of my lunch break. Uh, one Actually two days this week. Uh, so yeah. Super busy. Me and Mike do not talk like we used to. Uh, I am behind on communicating with several people mostly because sometimes I'm in a very bad or irritable mood at the end of a day. <laughs> and then you and, see the
0: message and it's like the second or third message and you're like, I should not respond to this message right now.
1: It's like, you know what? Got to walk away from that right now. Just just got to let that go. Uh-huh. Just got to let that go. Yep. I don't need to stress because I'm already stressed. At any rate, we want to thank our supporters, uh, especially uh, if you're interested in becoming a supporter, go to technicallyworking.show. Um, hmm.
0: I shouldn't, oh, okay. I shouldn't yeah. ride the mute button, I realized. Because yeah. Because I still <laughs> lost me. So
1: at first, I kind of paused because I was thinking like, eh, we probably going to have to kick that whole project down the road somewhat too about the website, which mm. I wasn't going to say. Mm. But then I didn't hear you. And I was like, well, hold on. Let me stop just in case Mike <laughs> actually disappeared again or I disappeared again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. But but like Mallory was having a conversation in the background too. So I didn't want to go quiet. And then uh, it, the mic pick her up. Because now yeah, to you, i paranoid about who can hear what? And I'm like, I don't I don't get it. So I was writing the mute button. Oh, then she did th- hear a
1: Cardi B too. So oh, just, okay. just so you're okay. Right. Good to
0: know. Good to know. Uh, enjoy the extra music if you're live. You you the recorded version should not hear the music in the background. Thank you, Reaper. But uh it yeah, anyways, <laughs> technically yeah. Show.
1: Go to technicallyworking.show and you can use the link there to become a supporter of the show. Uh, or as Pinecast puts it, a Tip Jar subscriber. We appreciate it. All contributions are very well appreciated. Um, Also, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we are on Mastodon. He is Payon, P-A-Y-O-W-N, at unmute.community. And I'm Damasi D-A-M-A-S-H-E, at unmute.community. Or you can send us an email at feedback at technicallyworking.show. Well, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week.